joy like a fountain exploding inside of me. Yes, good morning, Mechanicsville. Yes, this is Don Curtis here in Mechanicsville, Maryland. Yes, what a great day God has made for us to rejoice and to be exceedingly glad. Yes, this is Marianne Rappay from out of South Africa. Yeah, joy exploding on the inside of her. Uh, what about you this morning? Joy unspeakable and full of glory available to you and to me. Yes, this is a wonderful day. It's a fresh day. It's a brand new day. <laughs> yes, another opportunity for you and I to walk with God all day long, talk with Him, be in fellowship with Him. Yes, to walk and to love and to God and to be loved. I just give God thanks and praise for another great day which He has made for you and for me. Yes, I hope you'll celebrate today. Celebrate your life that's hidden in Christ, in God, I tell you. What a wonderful day, beautiful day. Marianne Rappay from out of South Africa. Yes, we are love, we are love, we are love. to realize to embrace the day that you're loved yes yes you are the beloved of God yes you're the focus of his attention today yes yes you are yes you are <laughs> may not feel like it you may not seem like it but I tell you what God is loving you right now yes in fact he loves the whole wide world that he gave his only begotten son you know his name Jesus Christ yes he laid down his life so you and I might have life and have it more abundantly good morning Mechanicsville good morning Washington D.C. Good morning, Baltimore, Maryland. Yes, good morning, San Jose, California. Good morning, London, England today. It may be afternoon, but it's morning time here. We give God thanks and praise for you, and we have some new listeners in, in Canada today. So we just give God thanks and praise for each and every single one of you. Good morning, La Plata, Maryland. Good morning, Waldorf, Maryland. Lexington Park, Maryland. Yes, we just give God thanks and praise. He enables us to be able to share this good news. Great excitement about what God has done for you and for me. And what I love about uh, the facts that we are finding out, the reality that we are discovering in the Word of God, is it's very practical. It's useful. You can use it today. You can use it tomorrow. In fact, every day of your life, uh, you can walk in and experience the Word of God, the reality of it, the truth of it. The fact that the Word has become flesh and is dwelling among us. Yes, Jesus Christ himself, he once was dead, but now he's alive forevermore. And death has no more dominion over him whatsoever. And I tell you, one of the most fascinating truths that is impossible to grab hold of in and of ourselves, but the Spirit of God begins to bear witness to it, and that is that we have risen together with him. Yes, we have new life. We have life that's more abundant because of Jesus Christ himself. And I tell you, I just give God thanks and praise. This is a great day. A great day for you. A great day for me. You say, why is it so great, uh, Don? Well, it's great because the Lord himself is alive in it. Yes. You live and move and have your being in the very 
meaning the very being of who God is in him, in him we live and move and have our being. We thank God that he has seen fit uh, to love us this way, to not allow us to just be limited by our own resources, to be limited by our own selves, because truth be known, uh, we're just like a blade of grass that's here today and going tomorrow. Our lives are like vapors that vanish away as smoke does, blows away. But I tell you, I thank God he's given substance to us, given substance to you and to me, uh, so that now you and I have been made partakers of his divine nature. Yes, what a tremendous thing God has done for us. I tell you, I'm just kind of blown away by realizing more and more just how magnificent, how marvelous uh, God's great salvation is in his son, Jesus Christ, that God has done uh, for you and me much more than we realize, much more than we understand today. Yes, today, no matter how much revelation, no matter, no matter what you experience today, uh, you will never come to the end of God's grace and mercy and his kindness and his love towards you today. You won't get to the end of them and say, well, that's it, I didn't use it all up. No, that won't happen. God has done exceedingly, abundantly, far beyond all that you and I can even ask or think. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. He has done some great things for us. Uh, eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has entered the hearts of men. The things that God has prepared for those that love him. But he said he has revealed them unto us by his spirit. And it is going to take God ages to come to show unto us exceeding greatness of his kindness towards you and towards me. And so you and I, we are just scratching the surface. Your understanding, my understanding that we were to just compile it all together, all of what we know and understand about God's love and mercy and what God has accomplished for us, what God has done for us. In other words, the goodness of God. If you and I were to gather up all of our experiences and all of our knowledge and understanding of God, about God, good, God's goodness, we would only be scratching the surface. We'd only be just beginning to understand that drop in the bucket, so to speak of the fullness of what God has done for us. That's why the Apostle Paul says, how can we neglect so great a salvation? This salvation is great. It is humongous. It is expansive. It is hum <laughs> it's, it's something else. And sometimes you're just a loss for words in describing just how magnificent uh, this great salvation is that God has made available to you and to me. And as we contemplate upon it, as we meditate on it, as we muse on it, as we uh, just think about it, give our mind and, and thoughts and imaginations uh, to this great thing that God has done for you and for me. I tell you, it, it, it'll do something on the inside of you to cause you to to shout, cause you to to jump and praise God, to cause you to rejoice. It may even cause you to, to bust out in tears. It may cause laughter. <clears throat> All kinds of responses that can happen in you and in me as we just meditate on the goodness of God. I know we say God is good always and all the time God is good, but to get right down to the nitty-gritty and describe how good he is and what his goodness looks like, how good he has been in your life. And I tell you, what a great opportunity that God has afforded to you and to me to be able to share that. I thank God for technology that right here, while I'm sitting here in Mechanicsville, Maryland, that I'm able to share the goodness of God and what he has done, this great salvation to persons uh, around this globe in uh, different states here in the United States of America, uh, but in other countries as well. 
and uh, just to share just how good God is. Uh, not a long preachy sermon, uh, church kind of service thing, but just uh, just to say, hey, man, the Lord is just good. And just to share that and to share some great music that uh, some of the artists have uh, allowed me to go ahead and to share. And I just give God thanks and praise for uh, different uh, songwriters and and uh, music makers that have been uh, used so far in this. And this whole thing is, is good morning Mechanicsville because this is where I live at. I live here in Mechanicsville and I give God thanks uh, for uh, for my community, for my neighborhood. And we oftentimes may take for granted uh, the place where we live at. But we can give God thanks for where we are and uh, pray for our community, pray for our neighborhood and uh, pray for those that we see coming and going, traveling through our neighborhood, and you and I being salt and light just where we are. And I tell you, I just give God thanks and praise this morning. Just for a few moments, uh, we want to look at Psalms uh, 27, and just a couple of verses, uh, just to encourage you this morning, uh, just to motivate you this morning. <laughs> I know those are good words to say, but just to share with you this morning and hope that <clears throat> you might sense the Spirit of God stirring up in you, uh, peace and joy. <laughs> yes, yes, just an excitement about being alive today, an excitement about knowing that you're in Christ. And if you, uh, by chance, don't know that to be true about yourself, uh, that you have an opportunity to know that, you know, God loves me just the way I am right now, and I've been messing up, and I've been taking him for granted, haven't even paid much attention to him at all. But I'm grateful and thankful that right now I can just say, Lord, I thank you for loving me, and I want to embrace all of who you are and what you mean to me, and I'm discovering that I've been made in your image and your likeness, that I am God-like, that that's what your desire is for me, and now I want to begin my journey of being just like you. And so I'm looking to you to do in me what only you can do. And I thank God that you sent your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, for me, that he might redeem me. In Psalms 21, Psalm 27, rather, says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I just give God thanks. And he says, look, uh, salvation is not some commodity. Salvation is not some state of being. Uh, but salvation is the Lord himself. Jesus Christ himself has become your salvation and my salvation. John the Baptist made it real clear. We read about this in the Gospels that when he saw Jesus Christ coming to be baptized, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And he knew uh, who Jesus Christ was. He had never met him before, but he had been instructed that whomsoever the Spirit of the Lord, like a dove, descended upon, he was the one that was the chosen one, the Christ, the Messiah, the one sent from God. And so he, he, he introduces him as the Lamb of God. This is God's Lamb. This is God's sacrifice. This is God's means by which redemption and salvation comes. And so Jesus Christ himself, he is your salvation. and He is my salvation. It was his blood that was shed for you and for me. It was his death on the cross that was your death and my death as well. His resurrection was not only his resurrection alone, but it was my resurrection and your resurrection. Yes, he has become uh, my salvation. And he is your salvation, and I thank God for that. And as long as he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, but be with you always, even until the end of time, 
I know this salvation that God has provided for me, I shall never lose it. I know because this salvation is Jesus Christ himself. And he has committed himself, coveted himself, promised himself to me that he would never leave me. My salvation will never leave me, nor will his salvation ever forsake me at all. I might be blind to it. I might be stupid and foolish in different parts of my journey, different seasons in my life. I might act stupid. I might speak stupid. <laughs> and I might think stupid. But that doesn't in any way remove Jesus Christ from me and what he has done on my behalf. It just means that he has to come and get me. He has to shake me up. He has to, he has to arouse me. Say, come on, Don, don't be stupid like that. Come on and think clearly. Re receive what I'm saying to you. And I just give God thanks and praise. And I'm learning that to be absolutely true about every single one of us. That what God has done in you and me. Nobody can undo it. You can't undo it. I can't undo it either. I can't stop being a child of God, a son of God. When I was born into his family by the Spirit of God, I'm a son forever. I might not act like it, may not think like it, may not behave like it, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm his son. Now, he may have to chasten me. He may have to discipline me. In fact, we are told that he disciplines and chastens every single child of his. That's what he does. That's what any good father does when he sees his children going astray. He brings them back. He disciplines them. He chastens them. And God does the same thing for you and for me. And so I tell you, I thank God that he is my salvation. And I thank just the first part of the Lord is my light. Yes, he is the one who is lighting my path. He is the one who's giving me sight and giving me vision. He is the one who's leading me uh, himself. In fact, Psalms uh, 33, um, 23 says he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The Lord is doing all this. He is my light. And I tell you, this is something to rejoice about today. Even if you find yourself in some hairy situation today, just realizing the fact that the Lord is your light, that he is able to lead you and guide you, that you can take him by the hand, so to speak, and allow him to lead you and guide him. You can speak to him and talk to him today about anything that you may be facing today, knowing that he hears you, and not only that, but he desires. He gives great pleasure in leading you and guiding you by his spirit. He has great pleasure in you surrendering yourself to him and acknowledging him for who he is. Uh, he gets great joy out of you and out of me, saying to him, Lord, you are my light today. You are the one who lights my path. You are the one who gives sight to my direction. You are the one who opens up my eyes. You are the one who gives me understanding. You are the one that brings peace to me. And then you go on and tell him that he is your salvation. That he is the very essence of your redemption. He is it all by himself. That it has never been what you bring to the table. It has never been your obedience and in some truth some some measure of truth has never been your faith but it's been his faith everything that you have you receive from him even the ability to believe the truth even your ability to be able to receive the truth even your faith what faith you have it's a gift of god 
is not of works, lest any man should boast and say, well, you should have had greater faith like I had, or you should have trusted God more. No, that's not the kind of language that exists in the kingdom of God and God's family. No, we look upon each other and we see that if it had not been for the grace of God, where would we be? And so we just give God thanks and praise this morning. I'm not going to keep you long at all, <laughs> but I just wanted to say good morning to you and just wish you have a great and a joyous day today. I just give God thanks and praise again for Marianne Rappe, for her husband Andre from out of South Africa, a great uh, couple that God has been using not only in South Africa but in many parts of the world. They've even been here to, uh, to Waldorf, Maryland and shared uh, some time with us, both in teaching and in song. And so we just give God thanks and praise for them. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Washington, D.C. Yes, good morning. Good morning, La Plata, Maryland. Yes, yes, good morning. Uh, then Redmond, Washington. Yes, we are there on the West Coast. We just give God thanks and praise for you. We thank God for our new listeners in uh, Kelowna, Canada. Yeah, Wilmington, Delaware. Good morning to you today. Gainesville, Virginia. Hey, good morning. Ellicott City, Maryland. Good morning to you today. We wish that you're having a great, wonderful, and marvelous day. <laughs> just enjoying the presence of the Lord. Walking in His grace and mercy talking with him, sharing with him all day long today. Yes, good morning, Mechanicsville. Yes, yes, he's in love with you all day long today. Yes, yeah, share it with somebody else. Yes, yeah, share your great joy with someone else. Share your love with someone else. Just let them know that God loves them and you do as well. You can't help it because they're made in his image and in his likeness. Good morning, Mechanics. We'll love you guys. We'll talk to you later.